Go Your Own Way is brought to you by HCN, your source for original podcasts, videos, and pop culture news. Enjoy the adventure! Welcome back to Go Your Own Way. I almost said Funk Radio, but that's the other podcast. So Go Your Own Way, that's the name of this podcast. Welcome, listeners. The podcast where we tell stories, which we read, and you hear them with your ears, because that's how a podcast works. Okay. Let's let's not jump to any conclusions. I don't want to leave out people who hear with things besides their ears. That's true. <laughs> this is your host, Peter. Hi, I'm Jen. Sad Jen. Uh, sick Jen. Uh, <laughs> oh, tis the season. It is. To be jolly. No, tis Hi. the season for snuffles, because snuffles is the most innocuous word to describe that you are horribly sick and would like to die. Yeah. I'm Eric. Hi. Are you sick too? Uh... No, I'm fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't get sick. Fun fact also, because I just, for you listeners who don't know, I just moved to uh, Oregon about two and a half months ago, and uh, just a couple hours ago they legalized marijuana, so that's cool, Yay. I guess. I don't, Yay! I don't smoke pot, but... For Time all, to go visit Peter. Yeah, right? if you guys want to come over and chill, apparently you can do that legally now, so... Well, <laughs> I live in Colorado, so I can already do that. Oh yeah, you already legally. have it. Yep. You're you're covered. That's correct. <laughs> well <laughs> It's just me. Jen's Jen's the odd one out then. Yep. Sorry, Jen. But she doesn't stay within the bounds of the law anyway, so Well. You know me. Yeah. So, uh marijuana aside for now at least. Um, although maybe it would help us with our story. Uh, for the last three episodes, <laughs> as you may know, uh we've been playing a story called The Adventures of Phoebe McGee. Uh, episode, no, was it? Episode one, The Lighthouse, I think? Yeah, something like that. Whatever. Um, <laughs> this one ended up being so damn long beyond what we ever imagined. So this is going to be the fourth episode now that covers this story. Um, we're really hoping, we've been saying this for like two episodes now, we're really hoping this is going to be the end of it. But at this point, we don't know whether we're actually going to finish it tonight or not. But fingers crossed. Woo! Behind the scenes, fun fact for you listeners: those last three episodes were all done in one go, um, which we did two weeks ago, and we hated ourselves after three hours straight of doing the story. So, and we, we hated you, the you. audience, for demanding that we do so. I think we were trying to find ways to die. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, you listeners got to hear it in chunks, and it we made it sound like it was all separate, but. Uh, in fact, that was fake. It was all done at once. <laughs> so basically what... I don't know if you guys remember where we left off. Basically, most recently... So we went to the lighthouse, right? And we wanted a bucket for some kerosene to light the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, oh, we got to go back to Maze's house, right? So we were going back to Maze's house. And then we ended up fighting... Didn't we, like, fight a bear? We had a bear friend... Like, we saved a yes. baby bear. Oh, right. We then, made a bear friend. And then the mother bear saved us from, like, the dark demon Batman guy who chased us through the forest. Mm. And uh, after that whole scary thing happened, we left the forest. And instead of appearing at Maze's house, we found a a burned house, which we have never seen before. And there's lots of descriptions here to read. So this is where okay. we're going to start. All right. 
Um, and to remind everybody, the things in our inventory currently are the rosary, which we got a long time ago from the lobster boat shipwreck. Yeah. We have an octo pendant, which I think came from the bear when they dropped it after it saved us. Mm. I think. Um, and also a pearl ring, which might have come from the lockbox or something. Yeah, I believe I think so. That's where yeah. It came from. I don't know. I'm having trouble remembering this. Um, but yeah, let's uh, finally get started and see what happens. Woo. Oh, did we tell about our characters? I don't think we did. Uh, to remind no. you, listeners, Jen is a bro. Dude. Dude. Do you even lift, bro? <laughs> Whatever, Eric, what were you? A sword? I'm a lawful good talking sword. That's right. So do you say cool lines when you cut people? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I like that. And uh, I'm a magical backpack, much like the Dora the Explorer character. Yay. Which is a great thing to have on any adventure. I think that someone should be a magical backpack on every adventure. <laughs> it seems like that would never not be useful. That's true. Well, really, the only use that's really been is to hold our inventory, which we could kind of do anyway. So. True. My character is useless. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's finally get started with this damn story and hopefully finish it. Alright, let's go. So, we are at the... Um, I, I was able to load the story from my progress from last time. We're at this old abandoned house. And uh, I remember, I can't quite go to it right now, but I remember reading that, like, it's it's warm still, so it was like it was burned recently. Um, and we had the option to either go inside or to look around at the front yard or the backyard. Um, so we're going to start out with the backyard because that's where it loaded for me. So then we'll go from there. Fair All enough. Right. All right. So imagine, listeners, this old burnt house in the middle of a clearing in a forest or something. There is an open entry in the burned-out house where the kitchen door once stood. Trees that crowd the space fringe the area behind the house. Most of their leaves have dropped. Phoebe looks around. My, dropping leaves so soon is unusual, I think. Uh, She can enter the house through the kitchen if she wishes, or she could return to the front yard. Uh, There's a window there as well that might provide access to the basement. She peers into the dark space below. She'll need something to climb down before before breaking the window and going down. Okay. So we want to go to the basement, but we need to find... Hmm. A ladder. Some, some, like a ladder, yeah. yeah, something like that. Um, okay, so we had the options to either go around to the front yard or into the kitchen. Check out the kitchen. Yeah, let's just go to the kitchen. Bitches in the kitchen! <laughs> The kitchen is the kid bleh. The kitchen is in chaos, much like the words I was just trying to say. The sink filled with dirty rainwater, with floating bits of rotting food and small pieces of wood. The wall looks like it has been smashed by pots and pans, uh, now strewn about the room. Broken dishes and moldy food litter the table. This sounds like a hoarder's house. How did the moldy food survive the fire? Uh, that's a good Ooh. question. Well, there's been a lot of, like, surreal stuff going on. That's true. So, I don't know. Um, it's possessed moldy food. That's all we need. So, all we need to know is this basically this is, like, a hoarder's house that burned. No. For some reason. Uh, the icebox is empty. Kitchen chairs are in pieces. Okay. Uh, the exit to the backyard is open. 
Its doors scorched and blistered, its fragments scattered on the floor. So our only option now is to go back out to the backyard. Oh, alright. So we didn't find a ladder or anything there. So now let's go to the front yard. Mm -hmm. I think what we did last time was we went to the backyard, so um, we can either enter the burned out house or we can go east to the clearing. I figure we want to go into the house, right? Yeah. Yeah. Unless Maze has a ladder that... Because we also need a bucket from her, right? We can get a yeah. ladder, too. Because Maze's house is like Home Depot, apparently. <laughs> uh, Phoebe looks up. Or, or we're in the house now. Phoebe looks up. The roof is badly scorched. There are gaps in the ceiling where the surface has collapsed, exposing burned timbers. Uh, to the west is what might have been the living room. To the north is a hallway to the kitchen. And again, she's describing places inside as north and west and whatnot, and that bugs me. But there is a large gaping dark hole where the floor used to be blocking the way. What? I, oh, so there's just a big hole in the floor now. Got it. I would never describe a floor as blocking the way to the basement. That's a bizarre way to look at I think that. Blocking the way to the kitchen. Oh, okay. That makes much more sense. I guess. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, Phoebe looks down and decides not to risk going that way. So she's going to decide not to fall down the hole, which I guess is good. Um, so we can go west to the living room, or we can leave the house and go back to the front yard. I figure, let's just keep going to the house. Yeah, yeah. let's check out yep. the living room. Alright. Um, the living room is in disarray like the rest of the house. What a surprise. The walls are scorched, the stuffing in the chairs has been ripped out, and an oak table is shattered. Off to the side, a grand piano has collapsed, littering the floor with its ivory keys. Phoebe looks at the piano. What a shame, she mutters. Well, at least we know that there's no Rottweilers beneath it. Yay! Kill us. Thank God. You knew that was coming. She can go up the stairs to the second floor hallway or back to the entry room. Well, uh, I mean, second floor, right? Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Phoebe arrives at a second floor hallway. She can return down to the living room or enter the two smaller rooms off the hallway. So we can go into the child's bedroom or the parent's bedroom. Uh, what child's bedroom first, right? That's bound to be the creepiest. Oh god, and when, I <laughs> when I clicked on it, there's a picture of a really creepy doll among, like, garbage. Yep, yeah. see? Yeah, see? You, you called it. <laughs> Phoebe walks into what was once a child's room. Clothes and toys are strewn about. There's a Raggedy Ann doll tossed against a bookshelf. Is that product placement? Possibly. <laughs> yes. Do they still sell Raggedy Ann dolls? Brought to you by crisp, refreshing Raggedy Ann dolls. Phoebe walks over to the shelf and sees books titled Pinocchio, The Little Red Hen, and The Tale of Peter Rabbit. On another shelf, a toy Mickey is dressed as a soldier and Minnie as a nurse. This is more product placement. What if this whole story that this guy wrote was just a way to, like, plug Disney products. <laughs> it's the worst horror of all. Then Phoebe spots a big, big book titled The Adventures of Buck Rogers on the planetoid Eros. She takes the book off the shelf and gazes at the cover, Buck dressed in his blue jumpsuit and gold helmet as he drifts above the plant life. I wish I had a book for my collection, Phoebe tells herself. Oh, she said, I wish I had this book for my collection. There's also a broken yo-yo that was once a bright red, 
with a large gold star on each side. Playing cards from Dick Tracy playing card game are scattered about. That's so specific. Why didn't he just say playing cards? Then he spot then she spots something behind the books that is really interesting. So we can go out to the hallway. We can examine the wall or look behind the books on the shelf. The really interesting really is in all caps, by the way. That um, <laughs> that's behind the books, so I figure we want to let's do that. yeah, let's hit behind the books then. Okay. Seems like this better be really interesting. Phoebe pulls some of the books back to reveal a Buck Rogers pop gun tucked away on the shelf. Phoebe claps her hands. Wow, a Buck Rogers XC38 disintegrator pistol. Wait till I tell Maze. How does she know the model of this pistol? She, Nerd. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> she takes the 10-inch pistol with its fluted barrel and flamboyant fins. Never heard a gun being described as flamboyant. Sassy. Uh, the metallic copper finish is tarnished a little bit, but not dented. She looks at the little screw cap at the top where the flint would go and finds it intact. Phoebe wonders if the pop gun's flint and striker's sparkler will work. <laughs> I love the <laughs> options we have here. We can go back to the child's room, or we can shoot the pistol. Which one do you want to do, kids? Oh. Shoot the pistol? Shoot the pistol. Bang, bang, motherfucker. Phoebe aims the pistol at an imaginary figure along the wall who looks like the Shadow Man. Uh, she begins pulling the trigger, struggling against its stiffness. Uh, she grips the pistol firmly and continues pulling until a loud pop. Sparks erupt inside of what used to be a little red windows at the top of the pistol. Phoebe blows the end of the barrel. There, take that, you horrible creature. So is it just some kind of like toy pop gun, I guess? Yeah. Mm. I, if I understand this correctly. She looks at the Buck Rogers pistol and considers keeping it. She shakes her head and then sets the pistol down. Oh, well, it's not mine, and these pistols are for boys, she observes. <laughs> <laughs> What? We're in a burned out house! It's not anybody's! And why the sexism? This is Because bizarre. it's 1937. Everything was sexism. Right. Mm. Right. Also, I'm a sword and I'd like to have another weapon along, even if it is a toy weapon. You don't, you don't see that a gun as competition? Look at the curves on that thing. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one more line here. It says... But I don't care what the boys think. I'd still like to have one. So, mm. in the end, she goes against society's sexism and secretly wants the gun for herself. Fight the power. Fight the power. <laughs> okay, so now we have to go back to the child's room, and sadly we cannot pick up the gun. Okay. Okay, so now we have the option to examine the wall. So I guess we'll do that. Yeah. Phoebe notices what looks like a drawing on the wall of the child's room. She walks over to take a closer look. It's drawn in red. Paint, perhaps. I sure hope so, she thinks. <laughs> then she stands back. The thick circle is a couple of feet wide and has squiggly lines radiating downward. What an odd-looking drawing. I wonder if Maze might know what this is. So we can ignore the painting or take a picture of it with our iPhone. Take a picture of it with our iPhone. What? I'm joking. <laughs> can't do anything. Are we in the 1930s or whatever? Yeah. Okay, so it seems like we've examined the child's room and there was a cool thing and a creepy thing. So that's good to know. So now we go back out to the hallway. 
and now let's go to the parents' bedroom. That's where the magic happens. Phoebe walks into a room that appears to be for grown-ups. Clothes are scattered around. Ooh, I wonder what happened here. Phoebe begins to think that maybe someone got carried away looking for something. See, the innuendos just keep going. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, if so, their search was anything but tidy, destroying the things along the way. <laughs> God. Phoebe notices what appears to be large lumps under the sheets on the bed. That is a little disturbing. She could pull the sheets back or return to the hallway. Um, you guys feeling adventurous? Adventurous? Blah, 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 blah. Do you want to pull the sheets back? Embrace the horror. <laughs> Embrace the bed sheets. Phoebe wonders what the bed sheet might be hiding. She walks to the bed, grabs the end of the sheet, and pulls it back, revealing nothing but a couple of large bags. Phoebe looks inside and finds nothing other than clothes. Was somebody rushing to gather clothes to run away? Um, there's nothing more for Phoebe to find here, so she can return to the hallway. Alright. Thanks for giving us permission, right. Story. Yes. <laughs> and back downstairs to the living room. And, uh, back to the entry room. And I guess back outside? I guess so. I guess so. Okay. So, I... No, remember, okay, at the beginning we were in the backyard, and we were right. like, hey, we need a way to get down to the basement. But, um, we didn't find anything. No. Really, our only option at this point is to go east to the clearing. So maybe we'll yeah. leave, because a couple of times she said, oh, I better talk to Maeve, what she wanted to do originally. Yeah. So, I guess, let's go east to the clearing, and okay. hopefully we will... Back to Maze's house. Phoebe enters a grassy area surrounded by trees. This is the clearing that we've discussed before um, with a treehouse and a... Uh, it says she also sees an old rusted derelict with broken windows parked in the weeds, but um, previously in the story, we drove it down a hill and crashed and almost died. Yeah, so we did. So apparently it's back in that position again. How did I get back there? I don't know, but it's calling for us to do it again. Oh, no. I'm kidding. Um... So we can go south to the uphill path, which I think goes either to the beach or the lighthouse. I don't recall. Hmm. Um, we can approach a large oak tree. This is where we were, I think, before we got chased by that guy. So we don't need to go yeah. there. Uh, west along the path, which I believe is where That's Mesa's where we house. just came from. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, because we were went... We just went east oh. to get to the clearing. We can also wait to pass the time. Well, how do we get to uh, Maze's house? I thought Maze's house. Was... I think. I think we need to do the uphill path and then to Maze's oh, house. Oh, you guys are smart. Okay, ah. ding. Um, so now we can go. S <laughs> now we're on the uphill path. Um, we can go south to the beach, east to the lighthouse, north to the clearing, or west to Maze's garden. To Maze's garden. Do you know which way Maze's garden is? Uh. Sorry, Jen, I know you're sick. <laughs> you have to hear all my BS. Um, Maze's vegetable garden is a range of neat rows of onions. Blah, blah, blah. We already read this. So let's knock on Maze's door. After a moment, Maze opens the door. Welcome back, Phoebe. Come in, dear. Please come in. Phoebe can enter Maze's home or leave. Let's go inside. Let's go inside. I'm just checking this. 
Okay, so this is another description that we've read before. Basically, this is describing the interior of Maze's house, which you've already done like three times. Maze notices that Phoebe is hurt. This is something else we've also read. Um, she tells Phoebe to sit down and wait till she gets some bandages. So let's wait for Maze. So now she gives us bandages. Now our health is 20 out of 20. Um, so now let's talk to Maze. And uh, Phoebe considers what she might say to Maze. Uh, for you listeners, hopefully you remember at least somewhat. Uh, this Some of this refers to stuff we did in the last episode. So bear with us here. Um, okay, so we can say, I climbed up to a treehouse. I saw a message etched in a treehouse, which I think said, Seth loves Maze. Something yes. like that. I, I think so. Um, I walked through a ruined house. Maze, I was attacked by a dog. Maze, I rescued a bear cub. Tell Maze about the pop gun. Now, how come of all of the things to talk about, she doesn't explain, oh yeah, I was almost murdered by like a demon by psychopath. A dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Maze isn't the smartest person. You mean Phoebe? And that's what I meant. I'm <laughs> sick. Leave me alone. It's okay. Bros can't think when they're sick. Because when you're sick, you can't lift. When you can't lift, you're just not yourself. So true. Something like that. Okay, so what do you guys... Of of the choices we do have, what do you guys want to do? Should we just start from the bottom and go towards... Or start from the top? Like, or do we want to skip any of these? I guess is what I mean. I'd say it's worth doing them all. All Alright. We've made it this far. Okay, so let's just go top to bottom. Maze, I climbed up a treehouse. Yay. Maze, I found a tree in the clearing not far from here. I climbed up to get inside. That old thing is still perched up there, Maze wonders. I had some fun times up there with my friends. Uh-huh. We thought we could see forever from its walls. My pap helped to build it. Phoebe responds, It must be a lot higher now, Maze. It's starting to fall apart. Nothing lasts, Phoebe, Maze tells her. I wish these old bones could carry me there. Maybe an angel would arrive to lift me up. Then Maze laughs. I'll see her soon enough, I gather. So Maze is accepting that she's old and gonna die soon. Everyone Aww. dies, Phoebe. Everyone dies. <laughs> That's um, terrible. I know. Before telling Maze about the house, Phoebe shudders on recalling the memory of what she saw. Maze, it's horrible. The house is all burned up inside. Things are scattered on the wet floor. Pots and pans and toys and stuff. Some of the roof is down. Some of the walls are intact. I didn't see any bodies, though. Dead people, I mean. Well, you know, because bodies bodies could mean other stuff, I guess. I went into a child's room. A boy's room, I think. Maze replies, oh goodness, thank God no one appears to be hurt. Let's hope that's true. (laughs) Okay. Maze, an ugly man in shadows, and his dog attacked me. Who was that? Okay, so she kind of does... She kind of bundled it in with the dog thing. Maze reaches out to touch and hold Phoebe's hand. Phoebe, there's a force loose in the world that would do the good people of this dear earth harm. These creatures moved by hate are twisted by life to destroy what is good and loving. They are an army hidden from sight of normal people. This force is called the Namaru. The dog that attacked you is one of the Namaru. See, this would have been helpful information before we got attacked. Because mm-hmm. they kept saying, oh, the Namaru, it's happening, but I'm not going to tell you what's happening. It's happening. Maze walks over to the window overlooking the ocean. The dog's master, the Shadow Man, is a sort of captain of the Namaru. Other leaders are especially powerful and bloodthirsty. 
a dangerous Namru named Hitler <laughs> is now Aww. appearing across the sea in distant Germany. Holy shit. Like, <laughs> sorry. Aww. I don't know why I'm laughing. Like all Namru, um, his power grows from hate and fear. He is gaining legions of the desperate drawn to him by his mesmerizing spell. All across the world, these forces of darkness are gathering, the hate-filled creatures of the sea, the air, the earth. Phoebe asks angrily, how can the Namoru be stopped? That's my best mad voice for now. <laughs> Mace turns back to Phoebe and pats her head. But there are others, Phoebe, called the Mithra, who will fight the ascendancy of the Namoru. They will do all they can to tear down the dark banner of this Hitler. What does ascendancy mean? I'm not the literate type. Well, I, I, that makes me sound like a hick. I'm not, but I've never heard ascendancy before. Uh-huh. I don't know words, y'all. To rise above <laughs> and conquer. To, to fight the conquering powers of the Namoru. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're all on the same page, but not on the same intelligence level. Tears, no. ap tears, ap <laughs> tears appear in Phoebe's eyes. But why me, Maze? Why did the Shadow Man, or whatever he is, want to hurt me? What have I done to hurt him or his kind? Maze's jaw clenches and her eyes grow sharp and sparkly. Because, my dear, you were born one of the Mithra, and you are even more special, for you were one of the Lamed Vav. What does Lamed Vav mean? See, this is stuff that they introduced <laughs> oh like two God. episodes ago. Yeah. Well, now we're finally getting the info that we needed. <laughs> Phoebe asks, Lame Vav, what is that? And again, for those who forgot, I'm probably saying that terribly, but it's like a Jewish term of some kind, which I don't recall, or I never knew from the beginning. So, May smiles and looks intently at Phoebe. My dear, the words Lame Vav are two letters in the Hebrew alphabet for the number 36. You are, you are among the 36. May sighs, Phoebe, I think you could check Jake's journal and notes for more information if you want. And that's something we actually already did before. Mm -hmm. If you guys remember. In his house. Yes. We read this diary. Maze, I saw a message carved on the tree, holding the treehouse. I could barely read it because it seems awfully old. What does it say, Phoebe? Phoebe pauses for a moment and looks away from Maze. It said, Seth loves Maze. Maze's face freezes in an expression of sadness as she looks out to the sea. Tears oh, fill her eyes. What's that? She's buffering. <laughs> Maze, who is Seth? Was Phoebe. Was. Seth was a boy who seemed to really like me. We played in that treehouse a lot. We both took turns looking through a telescope. He was a bright and happy boy. Where is he, Maze? Maze's eyes fill with tears as she glances out to the sea once again. My young beau went out to sea, and the sea claimed him and never let him come back to me. Maze looks down at her hands and brings them up to her face to wipe away the tears. That's so sad. So, <laughs> we can... Not to laugh at this sad moment, but our options, <laughs> our options are kind of amusing. So we can either continue the conversation and ask more questions. We can hug Maze, or we can say, Maze, I saw the telescope. <laughs> I think we should hug Maze, because she has given us so much information. Albeit it's in the wrong order because she's senile, but she has been a good friend to us. Alright, that's fair. Are there any objections to hugging Maze? No. Hug me! Phoebe approaches Maze. She reaches out and strokes her shoulder. This isn't what we chose. Maze Ooh. begins to cry even harder. That's so sad. 
Phoebe moves closer to Maze and wraps both arms around her and hugs her gently. She can feel Maze's sobs and the beat of the old woman's heart within a bony chest. After a moment, Phoebe moves back. Maze, I'm so sorry. It was a long time ago, Phoebe, but my heart forgets sometimes. Hmm. Um, so we can mention we saw the telescope or ask the other questions from earlier on. And I feel like this is the only time we can talk about the telescope. Yeah, let's let's hit the telescope. Maze, I saw a telescope in the treehouse. Um, I know you're mourning over your dead boyfriend, but you know, telescopes are more important here. I tried looking through it, but the lens was all clouded. It was cracked and rusted, so I left it there. Maze sighs. That's okay, Phoebe. The treehouse is the best place for it. I'd rather remember it and him the way they were. No sense in fretting over old bones. Maze, I found a bear cub in a trap and rescued it. Maze's eyes opened wide. How did you do that, Phoebe? It was trapped by steel jaws, and I had to pull them apart. Then it ran off. Phoebe, that was a brave thing to do. Yeah, and the mother bear returned later to drive off the dog and the man who were trying to hurt me. I'm glad I stopped to help her with her cub. Okay. So now our last thing that we can tell Maze is tell Maze about the pop gun. Saving the best for last. Yeah. Maze, I saw a Buck Rogers XZ-38 disintegrator pistol in the wrecked house. Maze asks, is that the one that shoots sparks? How does everyone just happen to know what's very specific? <laughs> No, oh, that's not as good as the XD36. Um, yeah, you can see sparkles through the little windows at the top of the pistol and makes a popping sound, too. Maze points her hand at the window. Kapow, she shouts. Then she and Phoebe both laugh. Guns are funny. Okay, so there's nothing left we can talk about with Maze. So, uh, I guess it's time for us to leave Maze's house. Yeah. This describes Maze's garden. Phoebe can knock on the maze so she can go to the uphill and then it says crack. Lightning and thunder studly suddenly startle Phoebe. She can hear the rain just beginning to fall. So we can knock on Maze's door or go east of the uphill path. Uh, uphill path, I guess, right? Yeah. Although I'm curious if like we can say new things to Maze, but we'll go back <laughs> if we need to. It's not like there'll be a guy chasing us through the forest if we try to go back. Before we go anywhere else here, we're, okay, we're at the uphill path again, in the crossroads of life. So we still don't have a ladder for that burned house. And we still don't have a bucket to get the kerosene for the lighthouse. Oh, yeah. So... Mm. I'm going to see really quick if like we have new options with Maze. Just okay. for the heck right. of it. We Okay, yeah, we can't do anything. Mm. So... Uh, I, God, I don't know then. Because we can go south to the beach, we can go east toward the lighthouse, uh, north to the clearing, or west to Maze's Garden, which is, which is out. Do we need to poke around the beach more? I don't know. Because <laughs> we, we, we keep saying, oh, we don't need to go back to the beach, but maybe we do. Although sometimes stuff pops up, like, when we think, oh, we're going to Maze's house, and then, like, new things pop up, and we go different directions. So maybe if we go back to the other areas, like, there would be new stuff. Right. I guess. Uh, so we can go to the lighthouse, the clearing, or the beach. Actually, you know, I would vote for the beach, just because we haven't been there in a long time. I don't. I mean, like, even briefly, it'll probably just say, Phoebe sees nothing new at the beach. Right, yeah. I, I kind of want to see if maybe something is there at the beach that we can use. And of course, Jen, you're a bro, so you want to always check out the latest babes at the beach, right? 
<laughs> Beach babes. We need to finish this because Jen's dying. Oh. Uh, Phoebe walks along. Uh, that doesn't look like there's any new options. Mm -hmm. Unless we go to the shipwreck and everything, which seems pointless. Yeah. It's worth it. Should Is there, like, a farther down the beach option? Well, there was that we did originally, but, like, eventually if you go far enough down, it just says, like, there's just rocks and you can't go any further. Okay. Um. <sighs> I don't know if the shipwreck is worth looking... Because, like, there's not going to be anything new with the shipwreck, right? I can't imagine there's anything new with the shipwreck. That doesn't seem reasonable or so, logical. Um, there's the dock. I don't know if there's anything there. Uh, I kind of want to hit the dock, just, just in case. <laughs> Alright, let's go to the dock. No, this is the old description from last time. Alright. Phoebe sighs. I guess I might as well get going. That's a way of telling us that we went the wrong way. So I guess we should just go back north uphill, I guess? I guess so. So, lighthouse or clearing? I guess let's... The clearing seems to give us a lot of different stuff. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. I guess we should go there. Hopefully okay. we'll find something. From the clearing... We can go south to the uphill path. I have no idea which direction we just came from, by the way. Uh, oh, that's where we came from. Okay. So we can approach the large oak tree, which has the uh, uh, tree house. West along the path toward the maze's house, or wait to pass the time. Hmm. Remember way back at the very beginning of this whole damn thing, when we were reading the description of the story before we started, and the guy was like, Hey... If you do everything, you should wait to pass the time until... whatever. It's like, that's like one thing we haven't tried yet. That's true, but then we're like committing to just waiting for the end of the story. Yeah, I don't necessarily want to like waste time and like, Oh, Grandpa Jake died because you sat around a forest for two hours doing nothing. Yeah, that seems... I mean, we have an obvious area we haven't explored yet, the basement. Yeah. May specifically told us that at some point the lighthouse would need to be lit. Like, I feel like we've been presented with clear objectives that have not been accomplished. <laughs> okay, well, I'm just trying to think with, okay, the thing with the lighthouse is our problem is that we got, we went upstairs to the machine room or something, whatever. I don't remember what it was called. And right. it's like, oh, you need kerosene. <laughs> so then we were like, oh, let's go downstairs to the kerosene room. And we're like, oh, we don't we can't carry anything. So, and I remember I remember reading Grandpa Jake's journal and he was like, oh, I broke the bucket because I was mad at the birds. Yeah. Um, so, we need a new one. But I wonder, this sounds terrible, but I wonder if reading that lighthouse instruction manual that we never read, I wonder if that will like give us clues for something. Oh, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Hmm. Um, I we mean, did, as we long did, as we're we here... We did commit to skipping that before. As long as we're here, do you want to check out the oak tree and see if anything looks new, and then head to the lighthouse, just in case? Yeah, I mean, it should only take us a few seconds, maybe. Right. Hmm. Are you okay with these decisions, Jen? Yeah. Let's check out the oak tree. Phoebe pauses for a moment. It's becoming dark, and she's running out of time to light the lighthouse beacon. 
Plus, it's beginning to storm. Phoebe remembers that Maze told her that she would have some things to help her. Well, we were just there. Friggin' Maze is so old she doesn't remember these things. So Phoebe works her way back to Maze's house and knocks on her door. Wow, so we don't even get the option. They just shoves us back to Maze's house. Motherfucker. <laughs> Maze uh, answers in her nightshirt. Wow, that was fast. We were gone for like five minutes. Gads, girl, it's dark and raining. Come inside. Okay. Holy shit. We Okay, we're getting cool stuff here. Phoebe Yay. walks into Maze's home and warms her hands at the fireplace. In a frantic voice, Maze says... Girl, are you run out time to let the lighthouse beacon before any ships run aground on the dragon's teeth? Tell me again how to do that, Maze, Phoebe asks. And what are the dragon's teeth? Well, you have to make sure the wick has kerosene. I don't have any kerosene here, but I can give you an oil can and some matches. Be careful, and that's in all caps, by the way, um, with lighting that lamp. Maze looks out to the sea. <coughs> I wish your grandpa was here to do that, but we have no choice now. It's up to you, Phoebe. Dragon's Teeth is a series of jagged rocks not far offshore. The old ones tell stories about how many ships met their watery doom on those teeth. Maze sighs and scratches her head. I think I can find something you can use. Maze leaves and soon returns with a bronze can and matches. You can have this bronze oil can and these matches, Phoebe. Sadly, it's empty. But there might be some kerosene in the oil shed behind the lighthouse. Thank you, God. <laughs> so we can take the empty oil can and matches. Now you have two cool new things in our inventory. Yay! Yay. Phoebe takes the empty brass can for carrying kerosene and matches from Maze. Thanks, Maze, for all your help. I wish we could talk more, Phoebe, but you have to hurry. Maze wraps her arms around Phoebe to give her a hug. She smells of lavender. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Phoebe gently pats her wrinkled face. Pats her <laughs> face. Um, then she <laughs> then she takes a deep breath. You are right, Maze. Time is short. Time to go. So basically, we've wasted all the time we can. Now the story is basically telling us to G hurry up, GTFO, and light the lighthouse. Yeah. All right, out to Maze's garden. Maze's garden feels like a lonely place in the stormy gloom. Her plants are whipping around in the wind and driving rain. Phoebe will have to be careful getting to the forest clearing in the dark. Phoebe begins to feel chill, feel the chill from the dark of night. No. Um, not to be confused with the dark night, also known as the shadow man who was chasing us. <laughs> Her clothes feel soggy from the rain. So let's go east to the forest clearing. The forest clearing was a bright spot during the day. In the stormy weather, it's a gloomy, ominous place where danger could emerge at any moment. Phoebe feels goosebumps rippling across her arms as she trembles in the chilly night. Phoebe carefully approaches the uphill path in the storm. Going south to the beach is much too dangerous now. Besides, she has to focus on getting the lighthouse lit up. Uh, a bird suddenly flies overhead, passing near Phoebe as though in a desperate flight of escape. Um, I'm glad it's not attacking us as it did earlier. Yeah. Uh, a, a startled Phoebe tries to see what might be chasing it, but rain and darkness cast an inky blanket across the sky. So let's go east to the lighthouse. Mm -hmm. uh, Phoebe approaches the darkened lighthouse, occasionally lit up by lightning. Um, as it rises up on the stormy night, it seems taller now than during the day. Crash! A nearby tree surrenders to the fierce wind and falls suddenly to the ground. 
we can open the lighthouse door or go around to the back of the lighthouse, which I think is where the kerosene room is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go there. Let's get out of this rain. Uh, Phoebe <laughs> arrives at what, mis what must be the lighthouse oil shed. She opens the door and peers inside to see a large metal tank on thick iron braces. Kerosene, okay. So, let's fill the bronze can with kerosene. Yep. Yay. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> Phoebe <laughs> inserts the nozzle into the bronze can and turns the spigot to fill the can with kerosene. Okay. So now we have a full kerosene can in our yeah, inventory. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's see. Let's, um... So we can go around to the back of the lighthouse or open the lighthouse door. I kind of go around the back really quick. Maybe there's like a ladder back there. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm dumb. That just goes back to the oil shed. Oh, okay. Well, the <laughs> open the lighthouse door then. Okay. Phoebe puts her shoulder against the lighthouse door. It makes a dragging sound and the lighthouse entry appears. Boom! The thunder rattles Phoebe's bones and takes her breath away. Carry on, she tells herself. Okay, so we're going in the lighthouse now. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe is in a circular room with brick walls. The, this level has a Spartan look with bare walls. Um, so this is like the inside of the lighthouse, basically. Mm -hmm. There's a door that might go underneath the lighthouse, but in the storm and in the dark, that's not a place Phoebe is willing to go. The rain on nearby trees sounds like stone shaken in a tin can. The rhythm of that sound is broken by crashing in the nearby forest. Phoebe stops and strains to listen, but only the rain against an ominous silence. Okay, so we can go into Jake's quarters, which he already did. I wonder if we can figure out the lighting ourselves without reading. Um, yeah. So we can go upstairs. So let's do that, I guess. Yeah, I think we can handle lighting a giant candle, mm -hmm. essentially. Yeah. <laughs> Phoebe stands on the lighthouse steps, tightly arranged in a circle as they rise. Boom, the thunder rattles Phoebe's bones and takes her breath away. Carry on, she tells herself, so it's the exact same thing for some reason. Um, so up the lighthouse stairs more. Phoebe arrives at the upper level of the metal stairs. She can go up to the lighthouse lantern room or go down toward the entry. Um, there's also a very small service room she can enter. Uh, the wind blowing through the trees sounds like a furious moan. Or is it really the wind? Ooh. What was in the service room before? I don't remember. I think Isn't that's that where we need to put the... The kerosene? Yeah. I think so. Let's go in there. Uh, Phoebe has entered the service room where the equipment to run the lighthouse is located. There is a kerosene storage tank and an odd-looking piece of machinery with large gears all connecting to each other. That <laughs> device has a crank on it. So we can examine the kerosene storage tank or examine the clockwork mechanism. Um, the storage tank first. Yeah, let's do that. Here's the storage tank for the kerosene that feeds the wick to the lamp that lights the Fresnel lens in the lamp room. It's hard to see it in the dark, but occasional flashes of light reveal a latch. So, let's fill the tank with kerosene. Mm. Phoebe reaches out in the dark room and feels for the opening latch to the tank. A sharp illumination from a flash of lightning helps her find what she needs. Wrapping her fingers around the latch, she twists the tube open. With the utmost care, she fills the tank with kerosene. Satisfied that she did not spill any, she tightens the latch and sets the can on the floor. Now we're back in the service room. Let's check out that clockwork mechanism. 
In the darkness of the room, Phoebe can barely make out the clockwork mechanism. Uh, bolted to the floor it is composed of several large interconnected uh, gears hmm. and a shaft that vaguely rises to the floor above. Huh, shaft. <laughs> shaft! You dare. <laughs> Um, I got distracted. <laughs> Thinking about Shaft. Um, yeah. Sorry, I have to reread some of that again. Um, she can see the crank that appears to be connected to the gears. The wind blowing through the trees sounds like a furious moan. Or is it really the wind? We already asked ourselves Ooh. that, but it's worth asking again. <laughs> so let's crank the mechanism. Yeah. Crank it. Phoebe reaches down in the dark and finds the crank. She firmly turns it like she's winding a huge watch. As the gears begin to move, Phoebe can hear a sort of whirring from above. Ooh, okay. Oh, no. I mean, that might be good. That might be, like, the lighthouse thing turning around. Mm-hmm. So now we're back in the service room. Let's go out to the stairs. Yeah. Hey, let's go up the stairs. Yes. Yeah. Up to the lantern room. In the center of the... Cir so this is a place we've never been before. This is exciting. In the center of the circular area is a glass cage that holds the lantern and Fresnel lens. The source of light. Uh, the metal steps continue down. Phoebe can also move out to what appears to be a metal balcony called a gallery that circles the topmost location of the lighthouse. Phoebe looks up in the darkness and sees a vent in the ceiling of the lantern room. The light must generate a lot of heat that has to be vented to the outside. We can go out to the balcony of the lighthouse gallery. We can open up the Fresnel lens or we can go downstairs. Should we open up the lens? I think we want to open up the yeah. lens. Um, the lightning flashes illuminate the lens room in an explosive ghostly rhythm. Phoebe undoes the latch and carefully swings the lens open, revealing the wick. She will need kerosene in the tank in the service room that fuels the wick of the lens. She will also need matches. So we already filled up the kerosene, so we can light the wick inside the lens with our matches from our inventory. Yes. Well, let's, let's do some fire. Phoebe carefully <laughs> strikes a match and reaches out to light the wick inside the lens. The wick, now drawing on the kerosene from the service room below, bursts into light. Phoebe closes the glass panel and secures its latch. The lens magnifies the light so intensely that Phoebe has to look away. The rain feels so cold. Phoebe begins to tremble. She stops for a moment and takes a breath. Carry on, she tells herself. She likes to say that to herself. So now we have to go back. Uh, we have to go out to the gallery now. Okay. The cold balcony that overlooks the sea. Phoebe opens up. Phoebe opens the gallery door. It walks out to the circular grid around the top of the lighthouse. Uh, the rain has ended. Oh, okay. That's cool, I guess. And wind has died down, almost like it, it was timed to the light. Phoebe remembers all who helped her this day. She will need more help in the days ahead. The lighthouse is working, but Grandpa Jake is still missing. She needs to get back to May's first thing in the morning to seek her counsel. Phoebe yawns and rubs her face. But now it's time to get out of her wet clothes and find her. their replacements Grandpa Jake keeps for her visits. A warm shower would be nice, but sleep would be even better. She looks out and sees a ship safely sailing off the coast and wishes them Godspeed. Phoebe achieved courage, 30 out of t 13 out of 20, and kindness, 13 out of 20. End game and leave comments. We finally fucking did it. Awesome. And we only went one minute over time. 
Yeah. We're on our own personal time limit here. So, <laughs> yay. How did we only get 13 out of 20 for courage and kindness? We fought death so what? many times. And we hugged... Hugging Maze should have given us, like, 20 out of 20. Right? Her bony chest with broken. her terrible beating heart. And then we patted her wrinkly face. <laughs> like patting Play-Doh wrapped around raw chicken. It seems like you've done that before. Well, I mean, you know, you have Play-Doh, you have chicken. You just naturally combine the two. <laughs> so, the whole Hitler thing didn't end up being much of... Anything. Anything. Uh, we never went into the basement of that house. No. And the Namaru, we never, like, fought them, really. No. But, all right, well. But a bear did. A bear did, so I guess maybe that's where our courage went. It went into the bear. So yeah. the bear has the rest of our, we have to go fight the bear in part two and get the rest of our courage. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, well, we're finally done with this story. Yay. And then next week, let's see, I can't remember the, the cycle. I think Jen chooses the next one. I think uh, yes. so. Hopefully, Jen, you're going you're gonna to feel better. Um, yeah. Uh, if not, you can let us know and we'll have Eric do it instead. <laughs> yeah, just tell me if you're too sick to make decisions. All right. Well, I mean, because of like all the reading it takes. Or I make the best decisions when I'm sick. All right, well... Thank you, listeners, for enduring this wonderful adventure with us. Um, in our next story, chosen by either Jen or Eric, we'll be playing brand new characters and new adventures that hopefully won't last Woo. for hours on end. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad bitching about that, because it was a good story, but it, it just... Whatever. It was long yeah, for it was just purposes. Long. It doesn't help that we uh, we record these podcasts at 11.30 at night, so you listeners yeah. can know... Uh, you know, that might be a pain in the ass. Um, so, if you are happy that we finished the story finally, like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash G-Y-O-W podcast. That stands for Go Your Own Way, which is the name of this show. And um, speaking of that, you can also subscribe to us on iTunes by searching for Go Your Own Way in the podcast section. And um, I guess that's it for now. Woo! Yay. Good story, guys. Um, Good guess, story. Guess, guess we'll see you next week. Jen, I hope you feel better next week. Thank you. Um, that's it. No more Phoebe forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> Bye. 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 If you're looking for more magical podcasts like this one, visit hcn.tv. Thanks for listening.